0: Welcome to Brad Tuttle Ministries Podcast, a place to be inspired and encouraged to live your life all out for Christ. Here are your podcast hosts, Brad and Jana Tuttle.
1: Hi everyone, it's Brad and Jana, and welcome to Brad Tuttle Ministries Podcast.
0: Hey everybody, it's great (laughs) to have you with us today.
1: We are so excited that you joined um, with us today, and we have an incredible uh, program for you. We are going to be talking about a man of God. His name was Elijah, and he's in the Bible, and um, he's in 1 Kings, and how God had led him for a season in his life uh, to a place where God himself was going to show him to be his provider, his source of provision. And it wasn't going to come in means in a way that was not normally how the Lord would provide for his people. And so if you are tuning in today with us, if you are going through something right now where maybe you're looking at your bank accounts, maybe uh, you're wondering, Uh, how is this gonna get paid? How are we gonna be able to afford insurance? How are we gonna be able to survive another month, another two months? Well, this message is for you today. This is going to encourage you, and you're going to see that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. What he did for his prophet, his man of God, he will do for his child of God. So Brad's going to go ahead, and he is going to read us this account in the Bible.
0: Amen. That's powerful. You know, we, we <laughs> this relates to us because I've been ministering this to some folks here over the last couple of weeks about Elijah's life and you know there's a, we we have several people in our own life you know they're dealing with job situations needing a job or you know just they have businesses that they're looking to God to really you know provide for and bring an in income so that they can have the income they need to you know to make it so this is a this is this is going to be encouraging to you today So let's just start off 1 Kings chapter 17. I'll just read through verses 1 through 7, and we'll talk about it a little bit. So it starts off this way. We're going to call our podcast today, He is our faithful provider. Amen. So it says, now Elijah the Tishbite. So first of all, Elijah just happens, he just comes on the scene. We don't have a lot of background on this prophet, but he just shows up. It says, now Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the settlers of Gilead, said to Ahab, now God was going to use him to speak a word of warning to King Ahab, who was considered by many to be the worst ruler that ancient Israel ever had. He's married to a woman named Jezebel, who was so evil that her name has come to symbolize revengeful, malicious, immoral, and cruel women all throughout history. So when he when Ahab an Israelite married Jezebel, he became the first, think about this, the first Israelite king in the Bible who allied himself to heathenism through marriage. So Ahab is not living before God the way he should be. So he sends God sends raises up Elijah to speak to him. So I, I want to make a point out of that because he's wicked this king is is uh evil and he's aligned with evil and and the man of god has to look him in the eye and give him a word from the lord so he's being used here by god and then it goes on to say as the lord as elijah speaks to to ahab he says as the lord the god of israel lives before whom i stand there surely there shall neither surely there shall be neither do nor rain these years except by my word. So now uh, Elijah is speaking to Ahab and saying to him, because of the wickedness that's going on here, God is judging you. And he is going to hold back the rain for, I think it was for three years. The word of the Lord came to him saying in verse two, then in verse three, go away from here. So he just gets done giving this really powerful word, this word of judgment from God to this Evil, unfortunately, Israelite king who has turned his back on his Jehovah God and he gets this straightforward judgment word from Elijah, the Lord, through Elijah to him. And then it's really interesting that God now does this with Elijah. So, you know, however you want to look at it, you know, things are going, maybe you want to look at it like, You know, some ministry people would look like, well, I I did something great for God, and then all of a sudden, God sent me here. Or maybe to you, it's like, well, everything has been going great, and you know, we've been kind of been on the mountaintop, and everything's been flowing good. And all of a sudden, it seems like everything stopped flowing. (laughs) Well, that's where this is going to take you. So, the word of the Lord then comes to Elijah, saying, in verse three, Go away from here, and turn eastward, and hide yourself by the brook Cherith, which is east of the Jordan. In verse 4, it shall be that you will drink of the brook. And I have commanded the ravens. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening. And he would drink from the brook. In mm-hmm. verse 7, it happened that after a while that the brook dried up because there was no rain in the land. So he gives him this great word, word of judgment from God. And God says, okay, here's what you're. Here's what I'm going to have you do next. I'm going to have you go out and sit um, to hide yourself. No one else is even going to be around you. You're going to be all by yourself, by the brook Cherith, and the word Cherith means separated. In other words, I'm going to separate you from maybe being comfortable. I'm going to separate you from everything you've known. I'm going to separate you from from people, from situations, and I'm going to put you in a position where I am the only one that's going to be able to provide for you. You're going to see in this, Elijah, that I am your faithful provider. And I'm going to provide for you in such a unique way. I'm going to feed you by, I'm going to feed you, I'm going to use birds. Now, he's not going to eat the birds. The birds are going to bring him food. So we don't even know what kind of food, how much food could a bird carry. Um, These are ravens. They're not, I mean, they're big, but they're not, they're not eagles. How many, how much food could they bring him? So he's going to be fed by birds bringing in food. God can get you things in your life, and through any means that God wants to provide, God can make that happen for you. He did it for Elijah here, and then he puts him by, I've talked to my wife about this, he didn't put him by a big raging river where there was such a supply of water. He put him by a little brook, separated him, put him by this little brook, a little babbling brook, that guess what happened? Because there was no rain in the land, which is the very thing that Elijah prophesied to Ahab because there was no rain, the brook dried up. Now he's getting fed by ravens. And I always thought about this. You know, imagine he gets there and um, he's seeing, I mean, just imagine you're sitting there. You're thinking, well, I don't know. I don't know what he thought, but you're... Let's put it in our human thinking. You know, he just gives this word. Gives this word. Now he's sitting there all by himself, <laughs> and he's getting food with Bert, by birds. And he has a little. He has this little brook for water. And then all of a sudden, you know, we all need water to sustain our life. Um, he was human too. The brook dries up, <laughs> and he has no water to drink. You know, the thing about being separated is God will use God will he definitely will use this pattern with um the great men and women of god that we've had through history and even today yes. he will separate you but i but what we want you to see in this today is that maybe you're sitting in a situation you're wondering and it's not that you're in sin this is not something that you 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 have sinned and you you're suffering the consequences of not living your life right that will take place but you've been doing everything you should. You're, you know, you're, you're doing the things of God. You're, you're giving, you're tithing, you're, you know, you're faithful to church. You're in the word, you're praying. I mean, you're doing, you're living as a man or a woman of God, but all of a sudden it's like, where, where did the, where did all the sustenance go? Where did all the, where's the flow where, you know, everything was, what, oh man, I'm in this place of how, how's this bill going to be met? Or how's, this or how's that gonna happen? And next year with insurance and all these things are going on. And it's kind of like you're sitting, you're wondering how what happened? How am I here? Is God in this? Is God watching me? Is God gonna help me? But we're here simply to tell you that God is your faithful provider. And as he provided for Elijah, so will he provide for you.
1: You know, as Brad was talking, I just thought about that. You know, so many times uh, as, as humans, we, we believe things that we can see that are tangible. And we may hear the pastor come and preach, you know, God is our provision. But sometimes it's hard for us to accept that because we cannot see God tangibly. Um, but the amazing thing about this is that our God is a God of faith. Our faith moves God to action, and our faith in God's Word, and you know, throughout the Bible you can see so many accounts of His men and women who He had um, spoken words to. He never leaves us nor forsakes us. He doesn't leave us high and dry, but when He would speak, they would say, based on your word, I will do this. And when He speaks to you through His Word, through His Holy Spirit, that still small voice that you hear inside the Holy Spirit's leading, you know, you can take Him at His Word. And you, all you have to do is be obedient to what He calls you to in the season that you're in, and that you look up and you see... That he is provider, because you have to understand the word of God says that he owns the cattle on a thousand hills, and he says also that all silver and gold is his. He is Creator God. He has created everything. Everything is creation. He is Creator. And Psalms one thirty nine says he has perfect knowledge of you. He knows your thoughts even before you're going to think him, before you're going to speak. He knows the words you're going to form so God has perfect knowledge of you he knows how to provide for you his arm is not shortened that he can't provide for you he is all-powerful and omniscient so like Brad said no matter where you're at right now know that you can bank on the promises of God that we have never seen the righteous forsaken nor their seed begging bread the word says that he is faithful to take care of your needs. Um, It talks about that in Matthew, that you know, uh, why do you worry about what you're going to wear? Why do you worry about these things of life? He says, you know, do I not clothe the lilies of the valley? Do I not provide for the sparrows, the birds of the air? How much more does the Lord love us? He loves His creation, all those things He created but he loves us as his children so be encouraged you might not even know where it's going to come from but God knows how to send the ravens he knows how to send the brook. he knows how to get you what you need when you need it
0: and remember that God is the one that commanded him to it was by the express commandment of God that he go to the brook so it wasn't that he stumbled on this or stumbled his way there god sent him into this situation you know to make it uh, real we we have some friends you know um our friend is he's he's over 40 and uh he uh lost his job you know that moved out of the country and they replaced his job other people had to come in so he loses his job he's a good he's a great man of god He's faithful him and his wife are faithful to the things of god it's not a matter yes. of it's not a matter of, uh, you know, they were um, living in ways that didn't please God or that type of thing. It wasn't that, uh, it's same with Elijah. If Elijah had been a sinner um, and he was a fugitive running from God, we, we can understand maybe he'd get himself in this situation, but it's not that. Well, our friend's not like that either. And they live for God, they love the Lord, and and he's sitting by the brook. He's being fed by ravens. He's drinking from the brook cherith. It's as if he's being separated. Right. You know, this this type of situation, when it happens to us, it's staggering sometimes to our faith. And our faith gets rocked. Yes. And as Janet talked about, it, it rocks our faith. And, and what I really want to encourage somebody today, when you're as you're in this, yes. you, you you've gotta grasp you've got to grasp the profound understanding that God is your faithful provider and that he doesn't leave, he doesn't walk away, he doesn't say, well, I'll leave them for a couple weeks and I'll come back and see what's going on there. He is involved, and situations like this are by his hand. God works us and moves us through life, and we go through trials and we go through tribulations. We go through situations in our life that God has ordained for us to go through that we will grow in our faith and grow more effective mm-hmm. as men and women of God. Yes. But while we're in this, I've been in this before. I've been by the brook. I've 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 sat there wondering, God, what's going on? While well, everything was and it, again, it wasn't because I messed up, it's because yeah. God put me there right. to build me, to to change me, to to strengthen me in my faith. So you've got to stay strong in your faith right now if this is ministering to you.
1: And you know something that just came to mind too is during these seasons, there's something to be learned. There's something to, you know, of God being source, God being provision, perseverance, patience, faith. Allow that to to be established in you. Allow this to teach you what it needs to teach you during this season so that you don't have to uh, relearn this. Um, Do it, you know, plant yourself, Position yourself. Ask the Lord, what is it you're showing me in this season? And again, learn from it so that you can, in return, be a blessing to other people who maybe are in this season or are about to go through that season. And you can tell them uh, what you did, your faith, to help you through.
0: Amen. And this is one of those times where you have to tap into a... to. Scripture verses like Proverbs 3, verses five and six. And if you don't know it, write down Proverbs 3, five and six. This is something that you need to memorize. Yes. Can you memorize it? Absolutely, yes. we, I, we, we memorize the words from the Flintstones TV show and the Jetsons. <laughs> we surely can memorize, or Green Acres, or Petticoat Junction. We surely, I got this age to myself. There's some
1: people out there going, what, what is that? Yeah, those what are older, that? those are older
0: shows. We, we surely can memorize scripture. So Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. I'm going to read it, but I'm going to read it really slow. Yes. And we're going to let this get down in us. So this is this, these are the words written down for you in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. It says this, trust in the Lord yes. with all your heart. Not some of it, not part of it only, not tr- don't just trust him when everything is going good. you've got to trust him when you're by the brook. That's you right. got to trust him when you're being fed with ravens. So trust him with all of your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. Now because right now it's not time we sit by the brook or we're trying to figure it out ourselves. We're trying to think, okay how's it there's times where we just we just leave out us trying to figure it out That's and right. we just trust in the Lord. With yes. all of our heart, in verse six, in all of your ways, acknowledge him. Right, while you're there, of course, of course, this goes for all of our walk with Christ in you know, our entire life. But in emphasizing it in these times, in all your ways, acknowledge Amen. him. Amen. Your thoughts are on him. You're looking to him. You're believing in him. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And it says, and he will direct your path. So there is a way that God has out of this. There is a path He's going to put you on That's
1: good. out
0: of this, but in it, you need to learn. I need to learn. My wife needs to learn. We need to learn to trust in the Lord with all of our heart. And many times we say that we do, but we really don't. And if you and if you think I'm this is not a true statement, how many times do we go through something? We'll say, yeah, man, I'm strong on my faith. All of a sudden we are smacked in the face with something and we get filled with Mm -hmm. fear and anxiety and worry. That right there, we're saying we don't trust the Lord with all of our heart. Powerful, powerful verses. You need to memorize them. So I'll say this, you are a blessed person who can walk through the confusion of life and, and hear the clear voice of God because you have chose to trust in him yes. and acknowledge him in all of his ways. Amen. You know, so we, we sometimes but you know, there's always this gnawing question, well, why do brooks fail? Why why does why why does the brook run out? Why can't I keep sitting by the running brook? Why does it fail? Well, one of the things that God uses brooks that dry up for is to get people to know him better. Yes tell you as it's as you're sitting there imagine Elijah sitting by the brook and maybe when he first got there he was running as babbling as <laughs> running down he's you know he's it, thinking this is not Yeah, he's said. saying this is okay and then all of a sudden <laughs> yes. it gets uh it's not running as much and it's not running as much until finally like the word says it literally dries up. Yes. Um so God will use these times to get us to know him better. Another another reason for dried up brooks I believe is that Through this, God shows us that he makes no exceptions. It doesn't matter who you are in the kingdom. God will put people. Jesus went through his Gethsemane. Um, Jesus went through a wilderness time. Jesus went through difficulties. Mm -hmm. Paul went through terrible difficulties. Paul sat in prisons. Think of all the brook situations that the apostle Paul um, lived in in his life. But God always directed him. Because I believe and I know as you read the word that Paul trusted in the Lord with all of his heart and God acted and God always did a work and always led him down the right pathway out of that. And uh, so we we, this is exciting to me because, again, it ministers to me because I know I've been in these places before. And these are the times when we have to walk by faith and not by sight.
1: Well, we want to just thank you for joining us today. And. I'm encouraged, I love it when the Word of God is being brought forth, and I know that you were encouraged, remember that God is omniscient he is all-knowing and we can trust him he knows the end from the beginning he can see all of the parts in this puzzle of your life and we can trust him as he leads us and directs us so we love you and brad's gonna say (laughs) something real quick (laughs) i can't close this out i gotta i gotta
0: say this because i gotta you have to understand that That Elijah went by the brook, and then he sent him on to the widow's house, who was the poorest of poor. He was fed by a widow. But there's coming a time, all of this is going to lead to the time, (laughs) if you don't know this, that Elijah will be standing on Mount Carmel, and he will be dealing with 450 prophets of Baal, where he will have this contest with them to see whose God is the real living and true and powerful God. My point on that is, before Elijah could stand on Mount Carmel in this great, powerful yes. work of God, he's going to be used for, he needed to first sit by the brook. So look at these brook situations as you're sitting there, trust in the Lord and know He's developing you for something that He has that's coming down the pike. There's something coming. He's faithful. Uh, he He is. God is our faithful provider and we need these times of sitting by the brook to find our true purpose in life listen it's when the brook fails that men discover their true purpose Mm -hmm. in life because that's when you really get down to the nitty-gritty and learn to trust in god there is a purpose for every brook that dries up but here it is it's our job to discover what why is it what's going on trust in the lord and know that god is going to work it out know that god has a great mount carmel experience for you where he's going to use <clears throat> do something incredible in your life, Amen. So I had to say that before we left. I, I just want you I to know it. that God was just using him, using his situation to prepare him for what He had for him. So the brook's not fun. Being fed by ravens probably maybe to some people it's kind of hurts your pride, and you know, someone's bringing you groceries or whatever it is. I'm serious, you know. And so you just need to understand that God has you there for a reason. God sent you there he's trying to develop you so really we should be grateful god thank you because you're turning me into someone that i've never been before and i'm going to walk out of this a greater man or woman of faith in you so now we can close
1: (laughs) (laughs) well we love you and y'all have a blessed day
0: god bless you remember that god is your faithful provider provider. bye bye (laughs) bye thank you for joining us today on this podcast we pray that you were inspired and encouraged and until next time Remember to live all out for Jesus Christ. God bless you, and we'll see you next time.